Hello, and welcome to the Soulful of It podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel, and today it's going to be you and me and this conversation. If you enjoy this episode, please remember to go give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share it out with your networks. Okay, let's jump into this. Hey guys, this episode is going to really mirror the current state of the world. And what I mean when I say that is that this episode is going to be a little different. I want to start out by reading a poem that I wrote recently. So here goes. As I walk down these empty streets, I find it 50% jarring and 50% stunning to see a usually busy block completely empty and boarded up on a weekend. This is where we are now, a collective realization that the ground beneath our feet wasn't the stable foundation we believed it to be, and even more than that, the potential that perhaps there was never a ground at all. We are all floating through it. The wind swirling around us brings a mixed bag of emotions. Suddenly airborne, many seeking a parachute are fearful of the fall, while those who were born into airplanes or who built their own buckle in for the turbulence ahead. Regardless of circumstance, we are all here, in the present moment, in a way unlike ever before. What can we do when it feels like we are falling? Breathe. Where can we go? Within. When will we return to our normal lives? Never. Things will never be the same, and they shouldn't be. This is history in the making. It's okay if you are grieving. Change has chosen us all. Welcome to the awakening. I share this poem with you guys today because it's really been on my heart to talk about this collective awakening that I feel is happening for all of us. I believe that this year is an incubator for evolution of self and evolution of the collective. We have every planet that goes retrograde going retrograde this year. That's going to signify lots of inner soul, deep level work. We also have six eclipses, which are all catalysts for growth. They are accelerators of getting us to where we are meant to go and helping us become the people that we are meant to become, the people that we already are, but perhaps are hiding. We began the year with the Pluto-Saturn conjunction on January 12th. And we're going to end this year with a total solar eclipse on December 17th, followed by the great conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, which falls on the winter solstice, December 21st. This year is no joke. It was never going to be easy. But none of us could have seen this virus coming. This is perhaps one of the greatest awakenings of the century. It's likely the most impactful worldwide event of all of our lifetimes. There are no more distractions. There is no more autopilot. You cannot hide yourself within a crowd. You must be here, prepared to be nowhere else. I want to talk about Katie Byron, and if you listened to the May Astrology and Tarot episode, then you may recall that I brought her up then as well, and I bring her up because I feel that her wisdom is extremely useful now more than ever. Her entire philosophy on life hinges on the concept of loving what is 
It is the anti-attachment. It is the anti-disappointment. It is the most centering present moment practice I've ever encountered in my life. And I'm working actively to embrace it as much as I can, even though I myself also struggle to love what is. She speaks about three types of business. My business, your business, and God's business. Now, my business is what I'm up to. Let's use a COVID example for this. If I'm out on a run, I don't run. (laughs) But let's say that for this example that I'm a runner, I'm out for a run and I'm not wearing a face mask. And perhaps that upsets you. If that upsets you, then it's because you're in my business, not in your business. Now, on the flip side, if I myself pass judgment on, let's say, a woman at the grocery store who's shopping with five children, and I think to myself, oh my goodness, how could this woman show up and endanger all of her children? Doesn't she know that there's a global pandemic going on? Then I'm creating some misery in myself, some judgment, some negativity that's frankly just unwarranted and unnecessary. And I'm really in that negative feeling because I'm in her business. I'm not in my business anymore at that point. Now, for the third example, God's business. If I live in fear every day that I will lose my job, or if I don't have a job and perhaps I fear that I'll never have another job again because of this virus, or maybe I have fear around getting the virus or someone I love having the virus, or a comet falling from the sky and killing me in my sleep. I mean, I know that's extreme, but stick with me here. The point of all these examples is to say that all of that shit is God's business. Maybe you're not religious and, quote, God's business doesn't resonate with you. Hell, I'm not even religious myself. But the idea is that God or the universe's business is what's beyond our control. We cannot control if a comet hits our house. We cannot control if we or someone we love becomes sick. We can take precautions. We can make smart decisions. We can hoard all the toilet paper we can get our hands on. But we cannot control what is simply beyond us. Arguing with reality has never changed it. So in this episode, I want to invite you to embrace what is. If you can, try loving what is. I'll use another example here. Before the quarantine recommendations came out and the limitations were set on large gatherings, I was planning two events that I was really excited to speak at. I had been working on them for a while and I had put a lot of time and energy and thoughtfulness into getting them ready. Then the pandemic happened and of course the events were canceled. In that moment of disappointment, I had an opportunity to embrace and love what is, or fight within my own mind and become upset over something that I simply couldn't change. I chose the former. I chose to love what is, and it instantly brought me relief. I found myself wondering, is there a reason that these events didn't happen? And through curiosity, I actually found the answer. Since then, I have completely revamped my content for both of the events I was going to be speaking at, and I now know that if I had done them, they would have been mediocre in comparison to what I have in my pocket now. The potential disappointment was actually 
a diamond in the rough. I may not know everyone listening personally, but I'm a human being myself, so I do know that this hasn't been easy for any of us. I want to encourage everyone listening to keep digging for diamonds in the rough. I want to inspire you to look for silver linings. It's often in moments of great darkness that we find our truest selves. When you explore your shadows, can you do so with gentle hands? Can you do so without self-judgment? Can you hold space for yourself? What we feed grows. What are you feeding? Fear? Hysteria? Conspiracy theories? Or are you feeding innovation, collaboration, and hope? Your internal narrative creates your external reality. These are powerfully potent times for self-evolution, and the best way to support your own growth is always through radical self-love. And I say radical because loving yourself is in and of itself a radical act in a world that benefits and profits off of you not loving yourself. So I want to end this episode by bringing it back to this concept that we are all awakening. This quote is by an author. His name is Sylvester McNutt, and he's got a lot of really powerful things to say. Highly recommend checking him out. His quote says, You reach a point where you feel yourself going through an awakening. You look at what you used to do and who you used to be. It hurts because you realize you believed in and promoted nonsense. You grow, you evolve, and you stop because you no longer operate at that frequency. As a result, there are certain people that you have to walk away from. As a result, you start to realize just how messed up the world is. You want to help. You want to heal. You want to make it a better world. This is how you know you're awakening on a higher level of consciousness. And that's really all I've got to share with you guys today. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are taking great care of yourselves because the world needs you. And I can't say thank you enough for joining me for this mini-sode that has been sitting on my heart for a long while now. Sending all of the good vibes and gratitude your way. May you have a blessed day, no matter where you are in the world. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.